Sorry, I shouldn't want to forget. No, 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 that's smart. That's smart. They do actually they help. Good. Yeah. Yeah. They we love them. a clap. Except for when we're talking in microphones. But not the clap. No, definitely no. not. <laughs> Nobody wants that. No. Yeah, and it sounds like an unpleasant test too. I don't even I've swap I... up the pee hole. Oh Welcome that... to Detroit Strange. <laughs> A podcast about not gonorrhea. Not gonorrhea. (laughs) Couldn't be bothered. (laughs) Oh, what a way to start a show. Yes. Um, I've started shows worse and more weird, so I feel good about that. That's totally fair. I want the world to know that neither of us have gonorrhea. No. Yeah. So you're welcome, world. Mm hmm. Yes, our gift yes. to you. Yes. <laughs> so all those male suitors that were hesitant, you may now enter the queue. Mm-hmm. We're waiting mm-hmm. patiently. Yeah, and when, no matter your preference. You'll find someone at the end of the line that you're yeah. be here for. <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah. Uh, love that. Yeah. Any bisexuals we will have to fight over. Yeah, or flip a coin. I don't want to fight with you. I'd rather just flip a coin. True. Yeah. And then, you know, if it gets uneven, we can like be like, you know what? You just take this one. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like we do that for each other. Yeah. You know what? We would be fair. Yeah. Like He's more your type. Yeah, you take exactly. him. Exactly. He's wearing a crop top. Come to my side. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fantastic um our kissing booth will be at the detroit county fair that's not a thing it's not um Mm-mm. maybe in 2021 they'll bring it back mm-hmm. i mean we don't have a state fair anymore no it's now a mire but i was at the state fairgrounds today yeah you told me about it to get a swab up my nose i had that yesterday it was great yeah loved it yeah, you know, better safe than sorry. And also, I think I, I know I told you this already. I'm saying I think because we're recording and I want to be breezy, but easy breezy. Yeah, I saw that Lizzo went away with friends to Palm Springs and they all had tests first because that's socially responsible. And I am going away with a friend for a weekend into the thumb for some glamping. Ooh. Yeah. And so. We're going to be like Lizzo and get a test. I got a test because I had a fever and raging diarrhea this week. So that sounds worse. It sure does. I am sorry, uh, though. That It's the second time I've had a video screen with U of M. And afterwards, they sent me care instructions for diarrhea like twice. I've gotten care instructions for diarrhea twice. And it's like, I'm I don't remember how old I am, but I know how to deal with diarrhea. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I guess it's what they do, though. I know, I like, I appreciate it, but it's also just like, ugh. it's like that once I was in Japan and they felt the need to hand me the pamphlet that was called Rules for in Japan twice. <laughs> you know what, though? Here's the thing. You are smart enough, for sure, but there's many people who are not. True. As is evident by a lot of the choices being made lately, so. Yeah. You know what? I'm glad they gave instructions. You know what? Me too, because there's someone out there just like, I don't know what's happening with my. Mm-hmm. I, you know what? No, never mind. I envy the poor bastard who is like, got the instructions for diarrhea. I was like, oh my God, you know what? I've never had this problem before. I don't know what it is. I'm so happy this information exists. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I unfortunately do not have that problem. But again, it's you know what problem I do there have for somebody. No, we're not going to go there. Yeah, let's not get too scatological. I'm just gonna... We're not a shit podcast. <laughs> no, I hope not. That's no. one of my least favorite subjects. <laughs> Fair. I mean, it's fine. I'd it's say human. it's my number we're, two. We're all, Baranta. <laughs> but we're all human. It happens. I'm cool with it. Everybody poops. That's. I read a book once. There was like a like a. I think like a really like snarky one that was like everybody poops and it was like everybody poops like 412 pounds a year or something ridiculous like that. 
It was just like adult stats about pooping. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah. Anywho, still not a scatological podcast. No, no, no. (laughs) How did we get here? Um, How the hell Pan left? That was a rent reference. COVID. Just so you know. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, so we're both just waiting for test results. My sister texted me like, oh, did you get your test results back? And I texted her back saying no, and I'm not even sure who the father is. So (laughs) love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, I'm glad either way you're in good spirits. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as I thought to get tested for anybody thinking about getting tested for for any reason. It wasn't great. It wasn't as bad as I thought. I just be. didn't know they put it up your nose. Oh, you know? no. I did, and I had heard that it hurts, but it didn't really hurt. It was just uncomfortable. It just kind of like, I was just like, I didn't know my nose went back that far. No. Like I'm like, why do I feel this in the back of my throat right now? Yeah, and then afterwards, I kind of felt like my nose had swallowed a whole lake. Like when you're swimming and get the water up the nose. Yeah. Yeah. It did like unclog my sinuses a little bit. So I was like, all right, cool. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, actually, the one, but only on the one side. (laughs) Yeah. I did notice that. Did she ask you, or sorry, did he or she ask you what nostril you preferred? No. They asked me what nostril I preferred, and I'm like, thank you for asking me, but it does not matter. No, I mean, I don't even know how I would. Yeah, I don't know how I would choose. The only thing you think of is you have a piercing in one, but I don't have a piercing in either. And the odd thing was, is she went for the bad nostril. And I say bad nostril because they're not symmetrical. I have one that's like kind of like a snake slit. It's just like weights like Mm -hmm. less wide than the other. Narrower. That's the word. I have news about that for you in a second, but continue about your nostrils. That's really it. Oh. I saw a TikTok and it was from a hairdresser guy. And he actually said that most people have asymmetrical nostrils and whatever one is longer, that's the side you should part your hair from. Interesting. Yeah, because it has to do with the symmetry of your face and something about the longer side is like better for a part or something. Okay. Yeah. I don't really ever part my hair, but I'll keep that in mind. But then I looked at my nostrils and they're the same. And I was like, oh. Middle part. Oh. Just middle part with art school bangs. Yes. I mean, that's what I'm doing right now, sort of. I don't know what's happening, right? It's summertime. Those aren't art school bangs. Those are too nice to be art school bangs. Is that better? There's still, like, when I think art school bangs, I think somewhere between baby bangs, which are already gross, and, like, straight across bangs. Okay. Like, they're just straight across bangs, but a little too short. Yeah, I have never been able to do short bangs, except for when I was a child in... I guess my father cut my bangs once. Then apparently mm-hmm. I had baby bangs. It didn't go so well. I think that's the only excuse for having baby bangs. I don't know. I see, I think some people can pull it off every once in a while, but most people cannot. I guess that's true about most hairstyles. Because like even the mullet, like Crystal Method, she was a contestant on season 12 of Drag Race and she mm-hmm. had a beautiful mullet. And I'm like, OK, you are the exception. I have yet to see that. But I don't. She's fantastic. Okay. But I don't. I've never seen a good mullet. Okay. Next time I'm watching a part of season 12, mm-hmm. I'll like snap a picture because like her confessional outfit is she's wearing like a like a cheetah print shirt with a matching ascot. And then she has a mullet and glasses. It's the Luke. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, I love that. So yeah. Much. Wonderful. Always. Yes. <laughs> so, what are you drinking? It's funny you should ask, because earlier today, we had a lovely one of our glass door exchanges, mm-hmm. where we stare longingly at each other through the glass door, yep. and think about what life was like when we could hang out without a glass door. Yep. And you brought... Did I use the wrong... So, oh, damn it. What'd you do? I was like... I'm going to use these, like, because I got this, like, fancy glass out of the box of glass where my mom gave me, which I realize it's mostly just, like, plastic cups we took from cruises, and I don't know why. (laughs) But there was two of them, and they're both very dirty. Oh. And I washed one, and, oh, there was a hair on this one. Okay, we got it. We're good. Okay, good. It was a real touch and go there. They were both dirty because they've been just sitting in a box for at least three years, and 
I washed one because I only needed one, and I remember peeling the sticker off, and I just felt the bottom of this one. I'm like, there's a sticker. This was the dirty one. Damn it. Uh-oh. Well, extra protein? I, You know what? Equal opportunity for things trying to kill me, you know? There you go. There you go. Yeah. I have a special glass because I have a mystery spot glass for mine. Hmm. Yes. Have you been there? Yes. A couple times. Is it mysterious? Um... I went as a kid and it was crazy magical then. Mm-hmm. I've been in as an adult. It's interesting, but like as an adult, you're like thinking about it a bit more and how like the things are achieved. I'm not going to ask more questions because I don't want it spoiled for me. Yeah, it's like optical illusions. OK. Yeah. But I mean, it's still cool. It's cool in a different like if yeah. you like the challenge of trying to figure it out. It's cool. But if you're just going to go in there with like a piss poor attitude and be like, well, this is stupid, you know, then it's not going to be fun. I can accept that more than the time I saw the world's tallest digital thermometer. I've seen the world's largest rocking chair. Ooh. I saw it when it was. What flyover state was that in? I think it's Indiana. I saw okay. it when it was a in construction and it was just the bottoms with the, the curved. Just parts. the rocking. Yeah. And now I've seen it completed. Was your life changed because of it? So much. Good. I love that for you. Yes. Don't we all? I, you know, every time I see the temperature, I think of that tall thermometer and just think, why did they build it so tall? It's digital. They just needed to put it at like eye level. Yeah. You want to be able to see that. Oh, we forgot to actually finish saying what the drink was. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) It's a Boston cooler. Um, So Mm -hmm. Jess was so kind as to drop off. The ingredients for Boston Cooler at my house, which was lovely of her. And it's delicious. Is yours a, a straight up one or is yours a Christina Aguilera dirty one? Oh, it's dirty three hours because <laughs> I use Bacardi. Oh, that was a good one. I just used some makers. Work. Mm-hmm. I figured it works with ginger ale, so why not with this? As I was pouring the rum, I'm like, rum was a weird choice. I mean, I think gin would be a weird choice, but anything else is... Oh, gin would Fine. definitely be where because I was yeah. gonna put vodka in it, but I was like, for some reason, I bought the handle of Bacardi, which I should always know is a bad plan mm-hmm. because, like, I just remember there was a handle of Bacardi floating around for a semester of college because nobody liked it. No, we were all just sick of it. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's not great. I got it because we were making pina coladas. I don't know why I felt the need to get the handle. No, because you thought you'd have more or something, probably or. You want to be I'll prepared. use it eventually because I mean I have all the mm. other stuff to make pina coladas now. Yeah, I um my parents are my parents are moving in ten days, which is nuts. Wow, that's quick. I didn't realize it was coming up this quick. I didn't either until today. Uh, they had me come over and basically take all their booze. Well, most of their booze. Oh no. Yes, because uh, I mean that's heavy. And they don't really want to like that's yeah take partial you know stuff. There's like a few things they're keeping, but not most of it. Yeah. Uh, and then like, I have to go back next week right before they go to officially clean out their pantry. That'd be fun. But I had to go clean out part of the pantry. See what like random cover foods left. Yeah. Yeah. Please document the like strangest thing that you find or the thing with the like most past expiration date. Okay. I found two bottles of Worcestershire sauce. Worcester? I don't know. Worcestershire. Worcestershire? No. Sure. That's not it either. I don't Karen D sauce. Yes. Um, and one expired in 2018 and one expired in 2019. And they both said, uh, refrigerate after opening. I found them in the cupboard. I'm like, well, <laughs> guess I'll throw out both of these. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think of it because I did look through most of it today. I'm trying to think if there was anything super bizarre. I don't remember. My mom accidentally bought some aloe juice and didn't know what to do with it. She thought she was that's buying good for digestion. Gel. I know. That's what I told her. I was like, this is really good for digestion. I'll definitely take this if you don't want it. But like, y'all could just drink this over the next week and have good digestion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I get like coconut water with aloe uh, in it from Trader Joe's sometimes for smoothies. That sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. It's better than just regular water. And I don't really do like yogurt and stuff like that usually. Mm-hmm. 
but I like the coconut water with the aloe because it adds like a little more something to it. Yeah. And it's hydrating and it's good for your tummy. Ooh. All the things. All things that I need in my life. Yes. I love all the things. Yes. Speaking of all the things, before I forget. Yes, yes, yes. I have a correction on a correction. Ooh, layers. Because I could mess up twice. Hey, yeah. we're humans. We can all mess up. Yeah. A multitude of times. Yeah. Um, like, I've probably made three, four mistakes in my life, you know? Wow, you're almost to the second hand. I know. I'm treading very carefully. <laughs> but for some reason in my head, Danny is a nickname for Donald, which it is most certainly not. It's usually a nickname for Daniel. Donald. If this was like the 1400s in Britain, you could go away with it because they're yeah. like, they love rhyming over there. And I don't know why. Yeah. Like, fuck Cockney rhyming slang. I probably said this already, but I'm over it. Yes, you have, I think. I think it was the last episode, even. Not a Limerick fan. No. Um, I don't think it was because I just edited that. But anywho. So in my head, Danny and Donald Glover were probably related because they had the same exact name. However, yeah. Danny is not a nickname for Donald. Those are two entirely different names, and they are not related whatsoever. Well, it's good to know. Yeah, I mean, it's not like a big deal, but I like to correct myself when I can, and I am. Um... You're not the first one to make that mistake. Oh, no. I there When I looked it up, actually, there were tons of like articles exploring. You started typing it into Google, and it was like the third one down. Yeah, maybe even more than that or higher than that. I don't I don't I didn't pay attention. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm definitely not the first one to make that mistake. But I do want to correct that mistake. Mm -hmm. They're both fantastic. They're both good actors. I don't know about Danny Glover's singing, but Donald Glover, great music. Yeah. I said that right, right? I don't need a third correction. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> two very different people both very talented yes yeah and yeah that's that's my correction on a correction well thank you i'm sure the glovers appreciate it yeah i'm sure they're listening both of them yep they have uh, like push notifications enabled and everything every time i release they are on it <laughs> yep yeah yeah they're one of those those uh middle of the night listeners as yeah as it's posted they could you know they're anywhere in the world and they're just like as soon as it's released no matter what time of day they stop and they listen yep <laughs> uh ridiculous love it yes anyway thank you for letting me be wrong always and correcting that wrong wait what and correcting that wrong oh yeah yeah of yes. course and would you like a story? I would love a story. Oh, good. Good, good. I've got my dirty mug full of Boston Cooler and I'm ready to go. Yes. Dirty cracked mug. I realize there's a crack in it. I'm like, what is this on the side? I'm like, oh, it's a crack. I tried. It sounds right. It sounds right. Yeah. So I'm sure you can't guess what my story is about. Boston? Yep. Road trip. The band. <laughs> Think I'll go to Boston, which I know is not the band Boston. I just couldn't tell you a Boston song. Nor could I. I know they got baked beans. Both the candy and the actual baked bean. Mm -hmm. And a tea party. They got a tea party. And the real bar for Cheers that I forget the name of it. Wasn't it just called Cheers? No, it's called something else. I've been there, actually, like just walking through it. There's a restaurant attached to like, I think it's a bar and a restaurant. I've never actually seen Cheers. Never oh, it's ever. Good. It's good. I actually just rewatched. I mean, I don't know that I've seen every episode, but I rewatched some of it. I don't know, like a year or two ago, kind of semi-recent because it's on, I believe, Netflix. That sounds right. Yeah, it's a fun watch. I feel like I've seen it on there. Although I didn't make it past Sam and Diane and I was really looking. I mean, I love Sam and Diane, but I was really looking forward to when Kirstie Alley shows up. I always forget she's on that show. Yeah. Well, I think the only reason that I'm looking forward to it is because 
I actually remember seeing those episodes as a kid when they were like on TV. I don't remember watching them, but I remember like my parents watching them. So like they resonate more with me because I'm like, oh, yeah, childhood. This is totally unrelated and I don't know why I thought of it. Mm-hmm. But have you ever heard of the Lifetime movies, Mother May I Sleep With Danger? Mm-hmm. I've not seen it, but I've heard of it. There's two. Okay. There's two of them. Okay. There's the original in the 80s where, like, I think it's like the daughter's trying to sleep with a vampire or something. Naturally. And then there was a remake in 2014. Both of them have Tori Spelling in it. Okay. I think that's kind of how I got here. So I was like, Christy Alley, Tori Spelling, not the same person. No. Um, <laughs> but the 2014 remake was like, Tori Spelling was the mom this time. And her daughter was a lesbian trying to sleep with a lesbian vampire or something like that. Okay. I have not seen them, but they sound ridiculous and have low yeah. MDB scores, so they got to be good. Oh, yeah. No, that's like a, a imbibe and watch kind of situation, it sounds like. Oh, totally. Yeah. Coming this Halloween. <laughs> so things we figured out today. Christy Alley is not, not Tori Spelling. spelling. Danny Glover Despite is popular not belief. Do- Danny Glover is not Donald Glover. No. And... Neither of us have gonorrhea. Yeah. We are teaching the children everything today. Yeah. So, anyway... <laughs> I guess we could go to the story now. I guess we now that we've sh- covered all the bases. Yes, let's do the story. <laughs> Transition time. So, oh, I should talk to you in the microphone. So, we are going. So, you gave me a true crime last week. Yeah. So, I did one that's a little more your style. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah. And that is bump, but da da. Verners. Ooh, I love me some Verners. It's mm-hmm. been one of my favorites since I've been growing up. Mm-hmm. I feel like we always had it in the house, and oh, it's yeah. very apt right now because I have been sick all week. Yeah, no, it's it's good for everything. It's good for every ailment. Yes, it's good for refreshment. I'm going to drink some right now. Yeah. Ah. Uh, By the time I sprained my knee, I just doused my leg in it, and it was fine. Yeah, yeah. It's like. <laughs> In my big fat Greek wedding, you know how her dad likes... It's Detroit Windex. It's Detroit Windex. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, So real quick, sources. Uh, DetroitHistorical.org. Work. Wikipedia. Eyes. AwesomeMitten.com. I heard of her. MLive. Her too. Thrillist. Oh, what a queen. Yes. So, uh, it was first served to the public in 1866, and it's one of the nation's oldest soft drinks, if not the nation's oldest soft drink. Suck it, Pepsi. Yes. And it was created by a Detroiter named James Verner. So we're going to learn a little bit about James Verner. Okay. And he was born first in Albany, New York, but he moved to Detroit with his parents as a child. Excuse me. I had a Verner's burp. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my. Uh, How scandalous. <laughs> so he began his career at High Boy and Stern's Drugstore, which is a fabulous name for a drugstore. Yes. High Boy and Stern's. Oh, of in, course. <laughs> in 1858, as an errand boy. Come here, errand boy. When did errand boy get replaced by the gopher? Like, you know how people call it gopher? Yeah. After the movie Caddyshack. Fair. (laughs) But he was eventually promoted to junior clerk. So he worked his way up that ladder. He experimented with a medical tonic of vanilla spices and ginger, hoping to calm the stomach in 1861. And he tried like different barrels and stuff like that. Around... Well, about a year later, so he started experimenting. Mm -hmm. He enlisted in the 4th Michigan Cavalry, and he served from 1862 to 65, fighting in the Civil War in 1862. And he was actually captured by the South for a bit. So there's a chance that we might have never had Verners. 
That would be tragic. Also, I was sitting here like 18, like what war was happening that time? Civil War. American history, not a strong suit. Sorry, Jerry. Uh, So, yes. So he actually left. Well, okay. The story is he left his mixture in an oak barrel. We're going to come back around on that. It said that when he returned and opened the barrel, he was surprised by how delicious it was, calling it, quote, deliciously different. Which actually became the drink's motto in the early years of it. I love like an old timey slogan like that, like because mm-hmm. it just reminds me of Altoids, curiously strong. Mm-hmm. It's very, it's got the same cadence and everything. Oh yeah. And the oak aging process had only accentuated the flavors of sweet, zesty ginger. Ooh. And that's the stance given actually on the official page for Verner's. But. Another claim made in 1936 with his son, James Verner Jr., is that he didn't create the concoction until after, which is also confirmed in 1962 by the company president at the time, James Verner Davis. So the legend is that he left it in a barrel. He went and he fought in the war. He came back. He drank this like stuff that had been sitting in an Old oak barrel. Nasty shit. Yeah. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this is delicious. But what the family said said like years later is that basically he was he might have been experimenting with the flavors before the war Mm -hmm. because he kind of had access to that but he didn't really actually create it until he came home and he kind of like probably processed it during the war like thinking about it especially because people like need like well this is my own interpretation i did not read this anywhere but people kind of need escape you know from like intense things so he probably was kind of working on it in his brain during some of that time, I would think maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So he also was the first pharmacist in the state of Michigan. That's so, cool. Yeah. He created the pharmacy board due to his concerns over inconsistent dosage of medications. Work. Yeah. So he was like, basically, people are using medicine wrong, and I don't want that to happen anymore. Uh, he would not have been well, happy. Do we know what year he died? I think, yeah, I get to it eventually, but I don't have okay, it right here. Sorry. That's okay. But yeah, so like probably not into Strict Nine, just saying. Uh, <laughs> so he was not approved. Yeah. He was later elected to the Detroit City Council where he helped improve the sewer and water systems as well. Always a good thing. Yeah. So he was really, really into health, which actually, I wonder if it has some reason as to why people do use Verner's for ailments. Yeah. I mean, I know Coca-Cola was also kind of the same, too, where it was like a cure-all for many things. Pepsi, too. Pepsi yeah. short for Pepsin. Oh, OK. OK. So, yeah. So I think that was also just what sodas did. Yeah. But now we have kombucha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Which actually, though, side- we do have it. <laughs> It's an option. Side note, though, I did read an article the other day and don't believe everything you said. So I have not, you know, fact checked this, but mm-hmm. it says something about like kimchi might actually have some properties in it that help fight against COVID. And it has something to do with the I think that is it ACE prohibitors or something like that. That's a thing. I don't know. I'm gay. And you said kimchi and I thought of the drag queen. <laughs> but yeah, so, like, it, yeah. Do, it like. It blocks something that our bodies make, which is something that's easy for COVID to attach to or something like that. But then I was like, because I, I do drink kombucha. So I'm not like, oh, kombucha all the time. But sometimes I drink it when I am feeling a little funky. And it does usually kind of because I feel like it probiotics are never bad. Like, no, well, they're bad when you have food poisoning. OK, well. Anyway, though, yeah. usually I feel at they're least good, like, yeah. I feel like I also bought those probiotics from Ikea, so it could have been oh. that, too. Yeah, no, no. Well, you have to be careful with the pill ones, too, because some of them need refrigeration. Oh, it was a powder. Oh, that you like mixed into a drink and okay. then drank it. Well, anywho. Uh, yeah, sorry. I, I do like kombucha sometimes. Yeah. It tastes gross and I love it. And um, sometimes it makes me feel better. And I think it might just be in my brain, but I don't care. That still works. So the thing about the placebo effect, it worked. That's Might true. Might not be for the reasons you thought, but it worked. That's true. That's true. So anyways, yeah. James Werner and his magical elixir. 
1866, he opened his own pharmacy on Woodward Avenue. It was at the corner of Clifford Street, which is now Warby Parker. Okay, that's right, because they serve Verner's in that. They sure do. That was my next sentence, actually. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's fine. I love that you already knew that. That's great. That's like the only Warby Parker store. Well, it's a lot. That's like the one where I got my glasses at. Okay. I've never been in the store, although I did go when I lived in L.A. They had I think this is before they had storefronts. They were just online, but they mm. had a pop up in a bus. Interesting. Yeah. And I went in that because we were just like, what is this? Let's check it out. Like we'd heard of them, but didn't. Yeah. Know. Yeah. This is not a hipster glasses podcast. No. So. In that pharmacy at Warby Parker, mm-hmm. uh, he installed a Verner's soda fountain, which for several years was the only place someone could get Verner's. And part of that is actually it was a very specific soda fountain. Like the way he set it up was very specific to Verner's to serve it at its like peak perfection. Mm-hmm. Uh, demand grew. And so he began to sell a soda in other fountains, making sure they installed the equipment Especially, per specific- yeah. yeah, per specifications. I like that. Yes. Yeah. And he was extra vigilant about each ingredient, including the carbonated water, which conveniently he sold as well. You got to vertically integrate. You do. And he was said to give the same vigilant eye, though, to science of creating a drink properly that he gave to giving out prescriptions. So, again, just like a very particular man, but in a good way, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. So soon Verner's was actually available throughout the Midwest. In 1896, James Verner Sr. and his son James Verner, I'm assuming Jr., closed the drugstore and opened a new location on Woodward Avenue south of Jefferson near the Riverfront Ferry Docks. And James Verner II became president of the company. The same year, they actually opened a manufacturing plant as well. And by 1915, so another you know 20-some years later, Mm-hmm. Or 20 or so years later, the company had expanded to bottling the drink for distribution. Nice. Yeah. So this was actually the plant continued expanding with the expansions of the expansion of the beverages success. And they opened, you know, additional plants as well. And the last plant was located at 4501 Woodward, which is in the Midtown area. Mm-hmm. It was a block long glass front that let passersby see the bottling process, which is kind of cool. Well, that's cool. Yeah. 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 So really integrated into the city, too, which I think is why it's been like, well, I think there's a couple of reasons why it's been so embraced. But I think one of them has to do with just really kind of integrated in the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, James passed long before that, though, at the age of 84 in 1927 and is buried at Woodmere Cemetery. Cool. Yeah. Wait, what year was that? Uh, 1927. Okay. Okay. cool. Yes. I was just wondering, because like, uh, like when you mentioned he was like on the pharmacy board, like wondering what his thoughts were about them, like putting like heroin and everything and Coke and Coca-Cola. Oh, that's interesting. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just did not I come had. up anywhere, though. Fair. Yeah. Uh, Verner's is owned by Dr. Pepper, and it's actually okay. Keurig Dr. Pepper, which I didn't know Keurig and Dr. Pepper were the same company. It was so. Yeah, I remember reading mm-hmm. about that recently or not recently, but like. Around when it happened, I was like, that's such a weird merger. And Snapple. I feel like I knew that, but I, you know, I because I think Dr. Pepper and Snapple were together oh, before Curry yeah. came on board. I think so, too. But yeah, all three of those is a very weird tryst. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's actually a Dr. tryst. Ooh. There is a Dr. Pepper museum and okay. you can follow it on social media. Where's that? Do we know? I forget, actually. I did not. I went to their page. Let me go right now. Sorry. No, I thought this, I would have asked the same question. It is located in, fuck. It is located in Waco, Texas. Cool. Sorry. I just watched Waco a few months ago. I know nothing about Waco, Texas other than the apples to apple card, so. You don't know? No. About the cult and the standoff? With no. Oh, honey, we got we got some talking to do. Okay. There was a sort of cult. I mean, they were cult living there and uh, police, and then there was a standoff. There was 
some fires. It's not good. It's not a good. It's not a happy story. Uh, but there's most a very cult good, stories aren't. Yeah, there's a very good short scene. Yeah, but the police were equally pretty horrible. Uh, I'm if, shocked. Yeah. It, but yeah. but <laughs> there's a really good miniseries, actually. I forget. I think it was on one of the movie channels, but it's good. Okay. Yeah. Anywho. Uh, in the 1940s, one could expect to see massive signs for Verners, such as the one located along the Detroit River. Uh, and again, like, you know, those Bablo boats going by eventually. See all that oh, Verners. Yeah. yeah. And a shop opened along the river. They gave visitors to watch the production process while enjoying a Verners. That might have oh, been nice. the, the one I mentioned at the end of Jefferson already, but I don't know if they're talking about the same one. Yeah. So in 1966, the company was sold outside the family to an investment group. Mm-hmm. And at some point it was owned by American Consumer Products, United Brand, and then A&W Beverages, then Cadbury Schweppes in 1993, finally before being purchased by Dr. Pepper Snapple, which... There's all kinds of passed around. Yes. Uh, this was followed by... Uh... Nope, I already said that. So, remedies. We all have our Werner's remedies. Oh, Many of course. Use it... Yes. Many use it for tummy aches. Uh, or I've never heard this, but some people apparently mix it with lemon juice and serve it hot for a sore throat or cough. I could see that being effective. Yeah, it's just like gingery. Although I'd probably just want ginger. But anyway. yeah, I generally don't like to heat my pop up. Mm-mm. But to each their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, shade. Yeah. And then there's the Boston cooler. You know what Delicious. I'm talking about. So good. But little did you know, it's not named for the city of Boston. Or the baked beans. I mean, it has nothing to do with the beans. The beans are maybe for the city of Boston. I have no clue. I did not research beans. Uh, (laughs) No, I just meant it wasn't named after the beans. Oh, it was not. No, it was not named after the beans. Boston was actually just a generic term used in the early 20th century for any drink that mixed ice cream and soda. But. The Verner's company took advantage of it in 1967 when they copyrighted the Boston Cooler name to use it at their Verner's on their Verner's flavored ice cream. There's a Verner's flavored ice. Well, is there still a Verner's flavored ice cream? I'm not sure if there still is. And I want to say, was it with Stroh's? Because that sounds delicious. It might have been um, with Stroh's. That makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. Is Stroh's I, beer and Stroh's ice cream the same company? I believe so. I was going to say, I think the font looks the same. Yeah, well, there's definitely a Hudsonville Verner's ice Ooh. cream. Yeah, but I can't remember if that was the first one or not. So I don't want to say. <laughs> Fair. But yeah, so they copyrighted it, made this ice cream, and now it is officially Verner's mixed with ice cream. And it's supposed to be blended. Actually, it's not a float because a float is a float. Mm-hmm. And that would be a Verner's float. It is. I was when you said blended. I was like, Really? Yeah, like, I didn't know that until I researched this, to be honest. I uh, was glad I had that milkshake maker. Yeah, kind of did it nicely. Yeah. I mean, I put mine in a blender and it actually wasn't bad. I was a little nervous about it exploding, but it didn't. So that's good. Nice. Yeah. So. Do to do. So a couple other things about it. Did you know they have their own mascot? It's the leprechaun. Is he a leprechaun or is he just a gnome? He's a gnome. I don't know him like that. He is a gnome. He is right here. I'm showing you on my bottle because apparently they brought him back to the. I think he's having a big comeback actually right now. That makes sense. There's a store down the street. It's a like a, a hair shop, and like there's a big mural of him on the side of it, and it makes me truly delighted every time I walk by it. I'm like, oh, cute. And I've seen it like pop up a couple other places recently. And it's interesting. You know, when you like learn something and then you start seeing it everywhere. Oh, totally. Yeah. Like I'd already seen this one mural because it's been there and it's noticeable, but I hadn't really seen him anywhere else. And now I keep seeing him. So. Oh. And it's a gnome like character used in the turn of the century until 1987. But he returned again in 2002. So he has been around for a minute right now, but I don't know. I don't I think he was little on the bottle. Like little. He used to just kind of be like on the seal. Yeah. Like there used to be like a little like, yeah. like you know Dr. Pepper was like the 23 flavors, like the little 23 in a circle. I think it was like that, but with his face. Yeah, and now he's like big and ice fishing on a barrel. Oh, he got a body now. 
You got a body and a hobby. A body Love and a hobby. Yeah. He's into ice fishing. Yeah. Look at that. He's got little leggies, little mittens with his little fishing pole. The hat's new. I don't remember the hat. No, but he's against a brick wall for some reason ice fishing in this picture on the bottle now. Because he's cool. Yeah. Maybe that's a senior picture. He does look pretty young for a gnome. I mean, yeah. yeah. I wonder what his skincare regime is. Probably like some weird leprechaun shit. I met Regimen. Like... Four leaf clovers under the eyes. Yeah. Water from Lake Erie. I bet he drinks kombucha. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Uh, so there's conflicting information. I think originally he didn't really have much of a name, but maybe people gave him a nickname. And apparently that nickname, nickname was Woody. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure because I kind of saw different information on different sites. But that being said... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But that being said, in the 70s, they made a contest called Name the Gnome, but it was named G-N-A-M-E. Oh, we love a classic. We love that. Good name. Uh, And they offered a trip to Disney World for the person who came up with the best name. Uh, That's such a classic prize for that time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, win a trip to Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, people still do that today, but not not as much. You're that right. That was one right? of the April Fool's Day jokes my mom did. Is that like she had my cousin call our house and say that I had won some coloring contest that we had won a trip to like Disney or something. Oh, that's so mean and funny. Yeah. Then it was April Fool's and I was like, oh, hmm. no. Yeah. What would you name him? Mm, Ralph was the first name that came to mind. I can see that. Ralph. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ralph would work for RC Cola. I don't Do know. Do they have why. a mascot? I don't think so, but it should be Ralph. If it's Ralph and it's RC Cola, I just want it to be like a crown smoking. Because, <laughs> like, you never find RC Cola somewhere that's not a family dollar or like that's Dollar true. Tree. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now I don't know what I would name him because I, like- I poisoned the water. <laughs> but the winning name, drum roll. Yeah, yep. Uh, <laughs> Jerome the Gnome. I mean, that's a perfect name. Yeah, yeah. And Is it a drone with a G? It's not. Missed opportunity. If they're going to spell <laughs> name with a G... I didn't think to spell G- Jerome with a G. I think hmm. it sh- should have been G-N. G-N-E-R-O-M-E. But then it would be Nerome. Oh. <laughs> Nerome I... the gnome. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, works, but... Yeah. That's what I want. Have a fun time finding that on the keychain. Yeah. <laughs> so, in the slogan... In the slogan... <laughs> I mean, in the 80s, they actually got a new slogan. They, they Ooh, let me guess. Stepped away from deliciously different. Okay. Yeah, tell me the new slogan. Ooh, okay. Burners. Jerome the Gnome drinks it, and so should you. No. Burners. Mmm, ginger. No. Burners. Fuck off, Canada Dry. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Perfect. <laughs> Actually, it was just do it. And then Nike stole it. And then. Ah, <laughs> uh, that Nike. First, uh, they steal their logo from the statue. I would love if a beverage slogan was just do it. Just do it. I think that was Four Loco's slogan. <laughs> yeah. Oof. That, You're ahead no. of Four Loco? <laughs> Theirs was just fucking do it already. Four Loco's like. If you aren't arrested by the end of the night, you weren't drinking enough. Uh, no, I've not had one. I'm not insane. Uh, I like I had one after they took like the energy drink part of it out or whatever was making it like extra Crazy, loco. Yeah. 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 Um, And it was fine. It was just like any other cheap like malted beverage. Yeah. I think that's actually why I haven't had one. Because I'm like. I think I was already out. I wasn't into malted beverages for that long. And I was just yeah. like, I don't, I don't want it. There's so many other options. 
I'm if you age. don't have to, you don't need it. Yeah, I can buy whatever I need. Right, and that's not do you remember it. what the first thing you bought with when you were legal? Oh God, I know it was on my birthday because my birth my birthday is New Year's Eve, and we went to Seven mm-hmm. Eleven. We were at a party, my uh, boyfriend at the time and I, mm-hmm. and I made him drive me to Seven Eleven so I could have my first purchase. Uh huh. And we got there, and I was real upset because they didn't card me. And I'm so mad. That's how it always goes. What did I buy, though? I have no clue, because if it was 7-Eleven, most of them. I don't even think that's what I ended up drinking that night. I feel like I just was like, we just need to go to the store and I need to buy something. So I probably bought whatever was easiest. It was probably like something terrible. Oh, mine was like Mike's hard or something like that. I don't know. I have no clue, though, what I actually bought. Mine was either Kahlua or UV blue because I am trash. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as like actual. Spirits, I probably bought like Jack Daniels. That's I'm legit. Gonna, I'm going to actually pretty much almost guarantee you that my first spirits was probably uh, purchase was probably Jack Daniels respect yeah yeah i was a big uh jack and diet <laughs> drinker solid drink yeah so it's what jerome the gnome drinks with his bonus yes wait <laughs> so, so any- what was the new thing yeah so the actual slogan is it's what we drink around here <laughs> it may have well just been just do it <laughs> i know the 80s were lazy <laughs> I mean, where's the beef? Yeah, although where they weren't lazy was experimenting with alternative flavors. Oh my god, I can't wait. The ones I could track down as of existing were grape, cola, apple cranberry, mandarin orange, grapefruit, and then others, but I couldn't find them. Are those like in addition to the ginger or like their own? I think that they were in addition to the ginger because it's not like a overpowering ginger, but I don't know. Again, there wasn't a ton of information on these, but it was intended for the West Coast and called California Natural. Okay. Do you want to know the reason they didn't last? Because uh, Californians were like, this is not natural. Well, possibly, but they sat on the shelf so long that they actually fermented and started to explode. Oh, I thought you were saying they fermented and kids were just like getting drunk. But no, no, they just actually literally like the would explode. Damn. Yeah. Which Same actually Fago had that problem. I was gonna say, didn't Fago have that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was before they figured out how to like purify the water correctly or something, and they were just like blown up on shelves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um couple other just fun things about it is Halo Burger and Flint actually sits in what was once a Verner's shop. And has nearly uh, has a nearly original fountain. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously a few tweaks have been made over the years, but it's like the closest thing to the original fountains is there are. Yeah. And there's still a V in the original wrought iron outside. And it's oh, awesome. Act- yeah. And they actually they maintained as much of the decor as they could. So it actually kind of looks like you've walked back into the 40s and 50s when it was. A oh, that's fountain. a lot of fun. Yeah. And the Greater Flint Arts Council building overlooks the Halo Burger and actually features a mural created in 1932 for Verner's that still stands. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, go Flint. Other uses. Aretha Franklin was famous for her Christmas ham, and the glaze recipe included Verner's. Uh, That's it. Expect nothing (laughs) less from the Queen of Soul. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Michigan purchases still account for 80% of their sales. That also tracks. Yeah. But again, they're not dis- distributed everywhere. Like they're, yeah, they're mostly just the Midwest, right? Yeah. I mean, I think you can find it sometimes. I've heard of people being like farther out and finding it like at a special store. Yeah. You know. I wonder if they serve it at the D in Las Vegas. Sorry. Oh, I would hope so. But I don't know. They should. If not, missed yeah. opportunity. I will speak to the manager if not. Please do. In 2015, around 7 million cases or so were sold in Michigan alone, for example. That's a lot. Yeah. Good for them. 
Also, uh, Verner Highway is named after James Verner. So that makes one, sense. Yeah, that runs through like Southwest. Yeah. Uh, and if you look up Verner's on Etsy, there's 154 things you can buy. <laughs> I love that Etsy is here for Verner's. Yeah. Uh, and anytime you go into any Michigan-made store, you'll find something with Verner's. Of course. Yes. And I, yeah, go. Yes. I was. You've seen my Verner's like wooden cooler thing, right? Like Verner's barrel. I don't. I don't recall. I'll take a picture of it. We can post okay. it with this because it's really cool. Actually, it was um another Aunt Terry gift. Uh, when they moved, but it's like this um big wooden barrel looking thing that has like the Verner's logo stamped on the top of it, and then it opens uh-huh. up and there's a cooler inside. Oh, cute. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I do always get pretty excited with Verner's stuff. I'm also not gonna lie though. It's when I was a kid, it was definitely my favorite thing mm-hmm. by far. Uh, over the years, I think just like my it's taste very buds, sweet. Yeah, I was it's in, very sweet. It's a little too sweet for me now, which is actually why I got the diet for the thing today, just because I wanted to lessen the sweetness at least like a little bit. Yeah, because uh, it is a little on the sweet side for me, but I love the nostalgia of it. Childhood oh, me yeah. adores it, and I thank it for curing all of my stomach ailments. We'll see if it helps with mine. I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. Hopefully it does. Hopefully Fingers I had a, crossed. A, a psychic moment, and that's why I chose this week for this topic. I'll let you know. <laughs> Fantastic. Please do. Yes. So that's the story of earners. Well... Thank you so much. Like you said, you, I did true crime for you last week, and this is a very apt episode to do for me. Yeah. Because I love Verners. It's also been one of those like things my mom was like, you should do Verners on your show. That would be so fun. You should do Verners. Really? Um, so, yeah, my mom's going to be so happy you did Verners, because oh, she loves Verners, too. I was going to say, hopefully you didn't start on that yet. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, good. Yeah. But yeah, good job. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was fun. It's it's fun to go off of like my normal path a little bit. And also it is. I just want to do something kind of fun. Right. Like sometimes you just need to do like a light piece. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of light pieces. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, my two truths and a lie today. Yes. It's about Reese's pieces. Uh, I wish it's about um, chess pieces. No, it actually has nothing to do with light pieces. I just I don't know why I said that other than um, it's transition. Yeah, they're not our strong. We're not a transition podcast. (laughs) Absolutely not. It was almost about Ryan Gosling because I watched Mm -hmm. Crazy Stupid Love last night. Have you seen that movie? Mm, I think so. Emma Stone, Julianne Moore, Steve Carell. Yeah, yes, but I really don't remember any of it. I don't know if I've seen it in its entirety. Well, it's on HBO Max if you have access to that. And if not, let's talk after the show. Okay. Um, but uh, I was just watching that movie and I was like, OK, I get why people love Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. I like I was watching it and I was just like, I think I texted one of my friends. and I was like, how do I become Emma Stone from Crazy Stupid Love? Like, how do I make that happen for me? Uh huh. Where's my Ryan Gosling? I mean... That's a you're not alone in that question. That question, yes. No. Uh, but like all like the lists I found were always like Ryan Gosling, he's so cute. He was a mouseketeer. And I was just like, none of these facts are interesting. Like no. they're interesting, but it's like they wouldn't make too good truths and lie. No. No. So I decided, you know, I feel like we haven't done like some of the first two episodes we did one's kind of about us. Mm-hmm. And I think we did something about quarantine. Anyway, I decided to um, make one based off my movie collection, my movie shelf. Oh, okay. so I've got three. I'm going to tell you three movie titles and mm-hmm. I want you to tell me which one I don't have on my shelf. OK. So a little mix up. I don't know. I yeah. thought it was kind of fun. Yeah. So movie number one, uh-huh. Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Movie number two, 500 Days of Summer. 
Mm-hmm. Movie number three, Burlesque. This is hard because you could easily not have any of them. <sighs> I'm going to go with you don't have 500 days of summer. I actually do. Really? I, yeah, I think it's actually, it might even be the second copy because I think I lost the original one. I don't know where this one came from. I actually don't even like the movie that much anymore. I loved it when it first came out and I don't know why. I liked that movie, but it's did one of those not movies. age well. I well, I haven't watched it in a long time, but I was also like, okay, I saw that. I'm, I've gotten what I need to out of it. I am thoroughly depressed enough from it. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like they're both assholes. It's yeah, and it's a harsh reality kind of movie where it's like this happens sometimes, and so it was yeah. like good to watch but i was also like i don't need to watch it again totally yeah that's how i feel i watched the james bond casino royale 1967 version which was like mm-hmm. a bizarre one-off where james bond was like this like dandy british man who just mm-hmm. like lived in this big like house in the middle of like the sahara desert or some shit or lines everywhere Mm-hmm. And he's just like this, just like real fussy kind of British guy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> it's bizarre. I recommend watching it exactly once. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, you have Fight Club and Burlesque left. See, this is where it gets tricky because I feel like. The obvious one of the two, or the more obvious one of the two, is probably Fight Club, just because I've heard you talk about burlesque more. But it almost makes me want to think you threw that in there as a a, a way to throw me off the scent. Well, so to be I'm fair, you're go, not supposed to talk about Fight Club, so. I'm going to guess you don't have burlesque. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. We have a winner. Yes. Um, I actually don't have a physical copy of it. I, like was tempted for a long time to buy it because I had a just a real shitty bootleg version of it my friend got in high school. Yeah. And that's how I'd always watch it, but it required me to like pull out an old laptop, find the external hard drive it was on, mm-hmm. like find the program that could open the bootleg DVDs and then like figure out how to turn because it was also defaulted to like the like vision impaired version of the movie, which is basically like woman walks to chair. And like all of a sudden, Christina Aguilera starts belting. It's like, woman is singing soulfully while looking out window. Whoa. Just like it was describing what was happening for those people who were visually impaired. It's like to figure out how to turn it off every time. Okay. Okay. So I had that for a while. Then I caved and bought it on Prime Video. Literally, I was driving home from work one day when the power went out. And I was like, I'm going to watch Burlesque when I get home. And then I just like, okay, I'm just going to buy it on here so I can watch it anywhere, anytime, always, because I love that movie. Okay, that makes sense. Break hearts, not stereotypes. No, I knew you had seen it, and I knew you'd obviously seen it a few times, and that you really like it. Yeah. I also know how you think. Yeah. And try to trick me. (laughs) Um, That was a good one, though. That was a good one. Yeah, I thought it was, like, because I think everyone's, like, I, like, just, I love bookshelves and just collections of, like, books and movies, because they're things that I love. Yeah. So, and I feel like it's very telling of that person what oh, yeah. things they have. Yeah. And just some other honorable mentions. I have two copies of the first three Bond movies. Okay. Because before I got the Bond 50 collection, at like some Black Friday sale, they had like a Sean Connery Bond best of volume one. Mm-hmm. And it was like the first three movies. And I also have two copies of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Because Naturally. I pre-ordered it for myself. My mom pre-ordered it for me. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, so I have a copy there and a copy here. So just like, you know, X to it always. Yeah, that's so sweet. I love yeah. that. Aww. So yeah, those are my those are my movie things. Movie things. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you. That was a fun one because that was like, like sometimes, you know, if we because we make these up uh, on yeah. our own. And so sometimes it's like it might be a subject the other person really has nothing, no idea about. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we don't. But that yeah. was interesting because it was about you. Yeah, I like, you know, I feel like we should throw some more of those in every once in a while. Yeah. 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 Getting to know you. 
getting, getting to know, know all about you. <laughs> what is that from? Um, I'm like singing it in my head. Is it My Fair Lady? It sounds like a My Fair Lady song. Maybe. Given I've never seen My Fair Lady. Me And know next to nothing about it. Me either. I am looking it up. <laughs> okay. Getting to know you song. It's definitely Julie Andrews. Ooh, okay. That checks. Uh, oh, it's from The King and I. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. That would Rod- be my second guess. Rogers and Hammerstein. Totally. Yeah. That's like the first time, because you know the trolley song from Meet Me in St. Louis? I don't know. The only reason I know it is because Karen Walker sang it on Will and Grace once. She's like, ring, 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 goes the trolley, clang, oh, yeah, clang, yeah. clang, goes the bell. Okay, I do know sing, that song, sing, yeah. Sing. yeah. See, songs like that I always know. Honestly, when it comes to like the 50s musicals, I um I know a couple of them, but I'm not as well versed in them. And honestly, yeah. the ones I do know, it's usually because I was like in a production of it in high school or that kind of reasoning. Yeah. I, me and Jess, other Jess, uh, f- were talking about pe- like being in musical stuff, and I'm like kind of bummed I wasn't involved in theater in high school now, just because like I don't know, you know? Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I mean, I was always ensemble, but <laughs> that's I was still okay with in that. it. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. W- it was nice to be part of a group. Our yeah, our choir teacher was a little scary. She's the one who ran the musicals, but she's great. They generally seem that they are. Mm-hmm. Well, her whole thing was um, early is on time, on time is late, and if you're late, I'm going to rip your arm off and beat you with the bloody end of it. Yeah, that's, that tracks. Yeah. Although she she was recently on the Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson talk show. Oh, okay. Yeah. What for? Were you one of her students with the arm? No, she was Kristen Bell's choir teacher. Oh, okay. In school. And so they did this thing, or she did this, Kelly Clarkson did this, I think it was Kelly Clarkson, I don't know. But she did this thing where she flew the choir teacher and then like somebody else Kristen Bell went to high school with who was also like in all the musicals with her and like surprised Kristen Bell with it on stage. That would be so <laughs> awkward. Like if you're Kristen Bell in that situation, they bring back someone that you're just like, did not like in high school yeah, and then yeah. you had to pretend on national tv like oh my god hey or I just someone like you didn't even fucking know yeah yeah no but i think she had like mentioned them both at some point in some interview or some there was some reason to do it i don't remember why but there was oh, some yeah. reason to do it but it was just really funny because then on like facebook it was circulating amongst you know people into my high school like here's our choir teacher on a talk show <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it's cute. Cute. I feel like music and band teachers and then art teachers were always gonna... like the eccentric ones, you know. I was gonna say, what are you going to say about art teachers? No, they were always like not the normal ones, neither the best way or the worst ways, okay. you know. I was going to say choose your wording wisely. Uh... Oh, no, definitely. They were always like when they were the best, they were the best, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm just teasing. But they were always just kind of, like, I don't know, they, was, they just always had some kind of quirk. As we're like, there are so many teachers in just, like, math or, like, science. It's like, I couldn't tell you anything about them. Yeah, I'd say maybe, like, bigger personalities or, like, less walls or something, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I, I bet it makes the students feel more comfortable to be more out there if they're, like, way out there. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, That's okay. <laughs> I'm just, like, thinking about the teachers at my school. No, that's fair. That's but also, I didn't fair. have a lot of them, so, like, I'm just, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. It's okay. You didn't, you didn't know me as a teacher, so it's okay. Fair. Yeah. I'm sure you are a lovely teacher. In fact, I know you are a lovely teacher because okay. when you talk about teaching sometimes, I'm like, ah, oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Does that wrap us? I think it does. 
Yeah, I think once you get into high school, teachers, yeah, you rap. Yeah. Once once you're going back that far. Yeah. That is a rap, my friend. Yep, I was going to make a bad joke and just kind of just we're going to sidestep. Okay. Just about the teachers who rap. Oh, yeah. Those were always like the language art teachers being like, isn't Shakespeare cool? He was like a rapper. He was like that Jay-Z fellow (laughs) spitting those fat rhymes. But back in those days, they called him sonnets. Wow. (laughs) We all know that teacher. Oh, we do. But you know what? They're They're making learning fun. Yeah. Trying to do a thing. They might be missing the mark a little, but they're I don't know. I don't know. We're still here for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if you want to hear things that aren't high school teachers, uh, you can follow us on our social medias at Detroit Strange on Instagram and Twitter, Detroit Strange on Facebook. If you want to email us, Detroit Strange at gmail.com. Yep. And what do I use? Oh, uh, subscribe, rate, and review. <laughs> yeah. Please subscribe, rate, review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. All even, of them. Even this one right here that you're listening to right now. This current one. If you're a high school teacher, you can sit this one out because I don't know if we've offended you or not. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We can cut most of this high school stuff. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, but I do want to mention. Yes. Listen to other Planet Ant podcasts. That'd be cool. Of course. There's some good ins. Yes. Something for everybody. Is Jeff and Esther's their first ones out, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. They're um what is it? We're freaking out. We're freaking out. We're freaking apt, out. A very yeah. uh topical topical podcast. Yeah, yeah. And they're just freaking out about whatever they're freaking out about the moment. Sometimes they have guests. They're they've done three episodes so far. And they're easy to listen to. They're so easy to listen to. Everything they do is just funny and beautiful. So yeah. excited to check it out. Yeah. They're working on a second one right now, too, but that will premiere on the Incubator channel Ooh. when it is ready. Yes. But you can also head over to the Incubator channel right now and listen to the first six episodes of multiple podcasts if you just want to kind of dabble and dip around. Planning at Podcast Incubator. Yeah. Yeah. See what's I just up. realized this is episode 52. This is episode so a year 52. Ago, yeah. We were on the Incubator and look at us now. Yeah. Here we are in our closet in our basement. In all their yes. glory. <laughs> yes. Started from the bottom, now we're in a basement. <laughs> moving on up and moving on out. <laughs> sure am. So with that, though, being said, until next Stay. time. Oh. oh. <laughs> I always, one of us always forgets that part. And we we're going to sync up this time. Yeah, and we've been doing okay, actually. Yeah, yeah. Until Until next next time. time. Stay strange. Yay, we did it. We did the thing. We did, we did. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast. Our theme song was created by Detroit duo Sex and Violence.